0: Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls' conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope Through the word of god life issues and help girls know their true identity and calling well hey we are on season four of our waves ministry podcast and i am so excited girls to have my friend uh stacy wilbur on today hey stacy
1: hello i am so honored to be on here this is so exciting
0: yes okay so girls i have actually known stacy probably about seven maybe eight years but we've been friends from afar she lives in nashville and where I grew up, and it's weird because we didn't grow up together, but um, we have some mutual friends, and she's come down to Destin a few times uh, just for our Waves conferences, and she's come down for some things at my church before, um, and just been a, a friend and traveling friend and helper with Waves and with different um, groups. Um, our friend Jamie Goshen and Jen Tringale are mutual friends, and it was so much fun in January um, when me and Brenna went up to um, to see Jen Tringale. We, we reconnected with Stacy and it was so fun just to hear the updates of what's going on in her world and she is a long time uh, just person who knows music knows how to publish music she has done tons of consulting um But she's really excited about a new project that she has uh, with Tim Publishing, um, along with Chris Tomlin and Jason Ingram, uh, just in the music industry. And so she is gifted in all those areas. But on top of that, like we were just discussing how she leads an amazing group of girls. Um, How many girls did you say there are in that group?
1: Well, on our group, me, we have over 60.
0: I can't imagine a group me with that many people. That's amazing, (laughs) especially girls.
1: (laughs) Well, some people uh, don't respond, but there's a there's a large group that do. And and again, we meet every other every other week, and it's not always the Mm. sixty. It's it's about thirty that that show are consistently showing up, and uh, obviously people.
0: I mean, we're on the
1: road and
0: oh yeah. Well, and it's funny because I think about that, like even though they don't all show up all at the same time, like you are their point of contact. Um, of if if there's an emergency, you're one of the first calls, I bet. So (laughs) um, Stacey, well, I just I'm so excited to have you on today as we talk about brave conversations and just um I wanted to see if there was any other info you wanted to share with us about you, help us to get to know you a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm originally from Michigan, a little little small town in Michigan, and um, you know, I, I have had this dream of working in the music industry since I was a little girl. Mm. My parents used to come to Nashville for what is now called CMA Week. and uh, when I graduated from college, actually, I moved to Nashville and just pursued this dream of music. And wasn't really sure what it was going to look like. And it has turned into the most beautiful career, but also a mission as well. I mean, it's my, it's, it's part of my ministry, not the, the, the call that I feel like God has, has for my life. Um, I gave my life to the Lord when I was 21, when I first moved to Nashville. So that, that has been very special as well. And, and it's just been an amazing journey. Um, I feel like the Lord has used music to get me into the rooms to, to, um, pray with people, to just love on people, um, point people to Jesus, Mm -hmm. because I've worked in many different genres that worked in Christian music and also country as well. And it's just been my heart and passion is songwriters. My heart and passion is artists and just women in the music industry, which is why this little group started four years ago. And, um, yeah, it's been, I've been here for 25 years and wow, still exciting and fresh and new. And I'm, I'm filled with, filled to overflowing some days of, of excitement that I still get to do what I'm doing and get to work with the people that I get to work with and serve them. And, um, encourage them and, and, uh, just be part of the journey.
0: That's so neat. And I think what's so neat about songwriting is so many times, I feel like that's just a heart cry on someone's heart that the Lord's spoken to them, whether it be for them personally or for a group of people, um, in that time and season, and you get to help bring that to life, um, and just breathe life into it in the way that God does with us. And so it's just, it's really neat that, that you get to do that with different people and be on that journey.
1: Yeah, I feel like my my mission statement kind of since day 1 since I've been here is encourage, inspire, create. I actually have those words on my my wall over here yeah. and I really feel like my my calling is to encourage songwriters um to inspire them so that they create the best music that they can create and it's a it's a just a joy and a blessing, and I really, I really am just, I feel like uh, e- each new endeavor that I'm a part of feels, feels like i um, I'm just starting all over again, and I just moved here, and, and um, it's, it's exciting to be a part of.
0: That's so neat. I love that. Okay. So us girls, I feel like girls know how to do small talk. Like (laughs) we know how to do it. And, you know, I feel like even in the bathroom, we constantly want to just have a conversation with a girl at the sink at the same time as us. But, um, I just, I'm wondering for you, like, what is your go-to conversation starter that you have with people?
1: Well, that is so interesting. I, you know, what's funny is that I feel like I'm I continue to be surrounded by people that just moved here. Um mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that has been the the um starter conversation lately. I will run into someone and um and I'll my my question is, "Oh, how long have you been in Nashville?" cuz most people that live in Nashville are not from here. And almost everybody recently have been, oh, "I just moved here a week ago" or "I just moved here." two months ago and then such a good starter question here in Tennessee anyway in Nashville because there's so many people moving here because then you kind of get a chance of, oh, well, where are you from and what, then why did you move here? And uh, it's pretty amazing to hear how many people are being sent Mm -hmm. here and they don't even know why. They just feel like God is calling them here. So that one little question leads (laughs) to this huge conversation. That's
0: good. You know, I think it's, it's interesting because this, uh, the last year, I feel like God just kind of took all of us as pieces to his puzzle and just like shifted people around. It's like, wait a second, you're not in the right place. Let me let you move jobs, move locations. And I'm sure with Nashville, it has been like that as well, for sure. That's awesome. Um, you know, we've been talking about brave conversations. And um I'm just curious, like, what is a brave conversation that you've been having, um, whether it be with those girls or just with people in general over the last year, like what's been the brave conversation you've decided to go there <laughs>
1: with? Wow, I feel like there's been a lot of brave conversations. It's been a 2020 was a year of uh, lots of hard, difficult yeah. conversations. But I'm going to actually go to a conversation that I actually had with Mark. Our girls on Sunday. Um, we didn't have church because we had lots of snow here, so our church wasn't open uh, due to the snow. And we just had an amazing time. You know, there's about f- ten or fifteen of us, and <clears throat> had a <clears throat> so, sorry, had a really good time of worship and church. And then somehow the conversation turned to relationships and boyfriend as they
0: do with girls
1: (laughs) and then it turned into hey we've never asked this question before i mean i'm i'm 48 and some of them don't even know how old i was so i think some of them were shocked to find out how (laughs) old i was because they're all you know 18 to 25 ish but they you know the question was how have you how have here and how are you still waiting for your husband what does that look like for you that you've waited um, this long to have sex you know until you get married until you get married and what does that look like and we haven't really had that conversation and I'm not really sure why it just hasn't hadn't come up and to me that's that's a brave conversation because we don't know (laughs) where it's going but it was the most beautiful conversation um, there's another girl that's married and she waited, um, for her husband and we talked about boundaries and we talked about, you know, that it's not easy being, being you know, the older you get. Like, yeah. Honestly, it, in some ways it gets harder. In some ways it gets easier depending yeah. on the day. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was, it was something that the girls were like, church doesn't talk about
0: right Sex. right they talk don't.
1: About much about intimacy and what they hear is it's wrong and it's bad and don't do it I mean right. that's what our parents tell us right and it's not wrong and it's not bad in the con in in when you're looking at it you know in a in a biblical sense if you're looking at what the bible says it's beautiful it's 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 lovely when it's done the right way right and and I think you know we have to change the narrative of that it's wrong and awful and um, all yeah. of that. Really teach these girls the reasons why um, it's good to wait. You know the reasons yeah. why it's um, healthy for your body, soul, and spirit. Yeah. To, to um, give yourself to one person and not to many, and what it looks like when that does happen, but, and, and there's no condemnation if, in that, right. if that has happened. So let's pray and ask the Lord to, you know, right um, redeem us and, and let's let that go and let's start over. You know, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And I think um, it was just such a beautiful conversation because you know, culture talks about it all the time and oh, yeah. so focused on the bachelor. And this is the way, you know, and I know some of us watch it and we laugh and cause we know that it's, this isn't the right way, but it's crazy. Our culture, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, Our culture is so this, this is how you find a husband and this is what it looks like. And, and it's, one day you meet him, and the next day you're having sex with him, and it's like, no, oh, you know, this no. is this is the right way. We are called to be set apart. Yeah, and I think in those conversations with, whether it's a group of of, you know, for me, a group of women, or even my friends, we are really called to be set apart. And there's, you know, I think we we forget that we forget that when we give our lives to the Lord. We, there is a cost to that. And it's a beautiful right. cost. It to be One of you know, negativity. It's, it's, it's a beautiful cost that we are set apart and we are chosen to, to live out our life the way God has planned it to be.
0: Um, I love that. I so love that. You know, Brenna and myself, we've been doing that series in the month of February on single saved waiting and dating. And, and you said something that we both kept saying over the last few weeks of just, we've got to change the narrative. Like, it's like, this is a negative thing. And it's like, oh no, this is like a positive thing. Like the narrative, this is a good narrative to have. And so I'm just curious for you, like I know my own personal struggles with singleness and things like that, But, um, and even for students as I work with them um, as a youth pastor, I see firsthand how that's such a struggle and just having those boundaries and that need to be accepted and that worth and that value. Like, was there a breaking point that led you to be brave enough to have the conversation and speak up? I know those girls were asking, um, but for you, like, I know for, I've gone years at times where I haven't like spoken about it publicly, but only in private sectors. And so like, what led you to the point that you're like, I've got to have this conversation.
1: <laughs> I feel like I've been having it more and more lately. And I think I my heart breaks for um, people that I know that are just um, so lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all have moments of that. And so I'm not right. necessarily talking about moments of loneliness, but I'm talking about like in deep loneliness um, where it feels like I can't be loved by anybody else unless I have a boyfriend. Like I have to have a boyfriend. Right. <laughs> I
0: have
1: to have a boyfriend all the time. They're with someone and then they're with somebody else the next week. Mm-hmm. And my heart breaks because I think I, I it, it breaks my heart because I, I feel like maybe they don't know um, completely who they are in Christ. They don't know that personal love of Jesus for themselves. Right. They um, And And we talked about this the other day. We've talked about the more, the more we read the word, the more we get, we have time with Jesus. We have intimate, we get into our prayer closets. We've been talking about a lot in our group and all these girls are so, so sweet. They've making space in their closets so that they can actually get into their, their rooms for their prayer closets.
0: Oh, I love that
1: more that they are getting into their prayer closets, the stronger they're becoming. The that um you know that thing doesn't go away. We all want to be married and we all want children. We all want to feel loved. Right. But I think we need to know who we are first. And if we don't know who we are now in Christ then that's not gonna change when we get married because he's really our husband is not gonna be our everything. Jesus yes. needs to be first and foremost. He needs to be number one in our life. Then when we get <laughs> married, you know, right. uh, we both have our relationships with the Lord, but then we come together as one.
0: I love that. I think that's such a that's so beautiful. You know, um, anyone can have you know, a conversation, because we have them all the time, casually, but what makes it different for it to be a brave conversation?
1: Honesty. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Honesty, And I think, I think too, that in order to have a brave conversation, you have to trust each other. That's good. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's it's really hard to have a brave conversation when you don't trust the other person. Right. You know, they're not gonna hear me and I'm not gonna hear them. But I think if we can come together, honestly, vulnerable, you know, come being vulnerable. I mean, I, I was very vulnerable the other day sharing all that I shared. And because of that, it was such an encouragement to them. Um, because I think sometimes, I think being vulnerable, uh, this might be weird, but it um, takes away the shame, because there is some shame that yeah. comes in, if you're not, if you don't have a boyfriend, if you're, you know, yeah. in your 30s and 40s, and you're still not married, there's a, the enemy likes to come in with shame in that, That's and true. I think when we can be vulnerable, and we can share truth, mm-hmm. and not be afraid to point people to Jesus and to what the word of God says um you know his his word is is the truth and if we can be obedient in what it says there's so much life there's so much blessing that comes from that and um you know there's there's been no regret like i don't regret no anything because of how I've been living my life. I've been so blessed and God has gifted me with so many beautiful relationships. And, um, it's just, yeah, it's just been beautiful.
0: One of the things you said really stood out to me. You know, I think a lot of times people think like if you're not in a relationship of some sort, that your life is not full or that you're not full of like this joy and stuff. And it's like, whenever you said my life is full of life and truth. And it's like, I, I, I see how that is so true for you, but also for myself too. Like, I understand that because it's like that, that's just a lie that you, your life is not full if you don't have this relationship. Um, and the other piece of that is you know, for you or myself, now that we know the truth, you know, it's like when you know the truth and you know, and understand like the, what a covenant is in relationship and those kind of things, like from an early age, like it would not bring me life or truth to be able to walk the other path, you know, (laughs) like it would just bring misery. It would not be fun for me because I know different, you know, and for you, I bet it would be the same way, you know?
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think especially joy, when that word joy i mean it it's a it's a choice it's not it's joy is not necessarily a feeling it's a choice that you choose that's good and, and I think that I choose joy every single day. I actually have a, a piece in my it's an old barnwood piece that came from my grandfather's barn, and I wrote joy on it you. And I've kept it there. And it's just a good reminder on the days that I'm having a little bit of an off day. It's like, no, I, I'm choosing joy today. And okay. I may not have, I may not be married and have children, but this is what I do have. And this is what right. God in my life. And this is how he's using my life. And, and, you know, we talked earlier, it's like, I may not be um, a mother yet, but I am I'm a mother to all these to all these girls. I'm a mom yeah. to all my friends. I'm a second mom to all my friends as kids. That's and good. and I think if we can use our our energy mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of being mom and watching another notebook episode or you know, <laughs> right. a bachelor going, Oh, I wish that was me. It's like I I continue to try to choose like on my hard days I call my friends and I'm like hey can I take your kids out for the day and I (laughs) I choose to do honestly or hey who can I have over for dinner I have people in my house all the time and that helps um because I live alone currently I may have people live with me all the time but at this point I'm living alone and so I just feel like um There is a loving gift that God can give us in our singleness if we're willing to see the benefits of what it can bring and the time and the, you know, when we do get married and have children, it's all going to look very different. And so how am I using my stage right now of life? How am I using that? And how can I make a difference right now today? And I try to look at every day as... I don't try to look too far ahead in the future. I really, this is a new thing for me over the last couple, <laughs> maybe eight or nine years. I learned this, some, part, some of this I learned from my um, mentors at church, but just um, living in the moment and not being so focused that, oh gosh, in two years, I'm going to be 50. And what is that going to look like? Well, right, it happens, you know, it is right. going to happen, but how can I live out my life right now and yeah. and do it for good? and encourage people, and, um, you know, also in this single time, we were talking the other day about our our prayer closets, and and devotion, and the closer we get to Jesus, um, he fills up those empty spaces in our life that we feel like we have to have this, because that's the only way, you know, I hate to tell everybody, but... (laughs) And It's not going to fill up all of those spaces. It may fill it up for a moment, right? but, but it's not going to fill up. There's a lot of empty spaces there and that only that only Jesus can fill, the only Holy okay. Spirit guide and direct. And um, it is a beautiful, beautiful gift to have.
0: And that's one of the, I will say, I hear so often from friends of mine who um, once they get married, they think that certain things will be fulfilled for them. And it's like, no, like there's still things that only God can do. Like, it's awesome that you have a, a human there, but like, but there's certain things that only God can do himself. Um, you know, in talking about these brave conversations, you know, waves, we have kind of a slogan of making waves for Christ in our home community and world. And I think everyone wants their voice to be heard, right? especially right now. We see that all over social media. We see it in conversations. We see it in angry rants. Like we, we just see that everyone wants their voice to be heard. And and I just, I'm curious for you, like, where did you start the conversation and did you prep for it? Like in wanting your voice to be heard on this topic, like how did you go about doing that? Pray. (laughs) Right. Cover it in prayer, girls. (laughs)
1: I know it's, that sounds like a little simple answer, but really it is the answer to everything. I mean, just like what you said, we, we all want our emotions and our feelings to be heard and spoken on social media. And from, from the very beginning in March, I have been saying last March, I have been saying girls, friends, my dad, you know, all all the my life, we need to be praying. We need to be praying more and, and commenting less and praying more and, and talking less. And, uh, my life is filled with prayer. Um, I, I was praying right before we came, we came on cause I don't do these very often, but I just was praying just that God would show up. Holy Spirit would guide my words and give me wisdom to know what to say. And I think that is, that's the gift that we have. And I think that's how I start every conversation is in prayer. And, you know, every time I get with these girls on a Thursday, I'm in prayer the whole day because I I have an idea of what we're going to do or but yeah. often, spirit will come in, and we don't end up doing anything that I <laughs> planned, on. and and it's exactly what needs to happen. So, you know, I think just constantly diving into the word, and I and I even think you know this whole talk about relationships and and intimacy, and and it's not something that I am a um, like I I've been diving into the word just in the last couple last week, really diving into the word. is like, what does the word say about this? And Good. it doesn't necessarily talk about how to properly date, no. you know, in the Bible, but he, but Holy spirit is our guider, our guide, and our direct, you know, he directs our steps. Yeah. And when we have him as our, as our friend, and he yeah. is with us, he will guide and direct us and we'll, convict us and will will show us um where to go where not to go you know it was again beautiful to hear stories of I was asked out but it was you know it was it was later at night hey come meet me for a drink right or, come at ten o'clock at night is that is that wise yeah and you know one of the girls was like, "I was with the holy Spirit. I was in my prayer closet that morning, and the Lord was showing me boundaries. Mm. Why do you have to go out late like late at night like that? Why don't you suggest going to have coffee the next day during the day? you know right. very simple little things that I feel like um God will give us as if we are listening and hearing his, his voice.
0: Right. That's so good. You know, that, um, that pray, listen, obey, repeat Mm -hmm. thing. It, it like works every time (laughs) when you stop to pray about it. I love that.
1: And again, it sounds so simple, but that's, that is, that's so God, like we make it so complicated. And we, I think we put all these rules behind it and it was like, no, really is simple. Like get in the word and listen to what he says and do that.
0: <laughs> right. And if you don't have peace, don't do it.
1: Right. <laughs> it's so good. Well, and, and, you know, we all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. And it's like, you get into a situation and if it feels wrong, then, you know, we have the. <laughs> have the to get up and leave or call a friend and maybe right. you know there's so many things that I think that you know we can do to set those boundaries and and you know again it's being set apart we're called to be in the world but not of it so are we looking at like the world are we looking like everybody else or are we
0: right living different
1: living differently
0: so um, for you, like how have you decided to carry on the conversation? I know obviously with the girls that you mentor and you you lead, but how else are you carrying on this conversation?
1: Well, I've actually had two or three conversations over the last couple of days uh, cool. with with people that um, pastors, uh, with other women who have been married for you know 30, 40 years. Uh, other women who, who are waiting, I think that it's important to continue the conversation and to ask questions. And because there's a lot of uh, layers to the conversation Yeah. of and what does that look like? And there's, there's a lot of things that uh, the girls brought up. And I was like, why don't we wait and have this when we get together in our big group again, yeah. because these are questions and they, wanna, they want to they want to they want to be free to ask yeah and 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 you know I'm not going to have all the I'm not going to have all the answers right. but I do know the one that has all the answers it's in the word Right. So going to guide and direct us in that but um yeah I think I'm excited to kind of dig in a little bit more. It's not something that I talk about very often again because we're older, and I think honestly I think it's it's a something within me that the world can look down upon and and bring yeah. shame to you and I just wanna I wanna celebrate it I want to be like yeah, I'm waiting for my husband and I can't wait. And it's going to be a joyful, you know, occasion when I finally do get married yeah. and get all the glory from it. And, right. um, yeah.
0: I think it's interesting too. Like I, I would think like whenever it comes to the marriage piece, like you want nothing but blessing on your marriage, like, and how cool that you get to have that as part of the blessing, like what a gift. Um, and I was going to ask you too, like, this is a rogue question. So I'll just warn you on that, <laughs> but you know, I'm just, I'm thinking, cause myself, like I know that with me dating, like this is always a, a conversation that, that has to be had at some point. If you're dating, how have you decided to carry on that conversation within a relationship or when you are dating, what does that look like?
1: Um, I most recently had this conversation, which is so weird Uh to have it late, but uh, was hanging out with a guy and we, I don't know, we ever really got to the, we're dating, we were getting to know each other in French. It it was was actually probably the second time, second date, we actually were just at dinner and just talking about everything in our life and what god has done and what what our hopes are for marriage Mm -hmm. and it was just a easy actually it was quite easy conversation we were both on the same page and um it made it you know what was nice and i actually was telling the girls this what made it nice is that it was it was a conversation had on the second date so then the all the other dates were. It felt like there wasn't this sense of um, wasn't really sure where it was gonna go, and and yeah. it, was just, it was just it made it easy. So yeah. I was encouraging them. I'm like, I know it's kind of awkward and weird, but you know, having that conversation up front was just made the rest of the time.
0: That's easy. true. Well, and that's right. And I think, um, from my experience, like if there's someone that's not okay with that, then you're probably not supposed to be with them. That makes it pretty easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like this isn't
1: a fit. Right up. If, you know, you've had six dates and you still don't know if they're a Christian. Well, uh, yeah. and that honestly, that should be number one. <laughs> on the date you should probably know they love Jesus that is number one and uh yeah
0: that's amazing I
1: I think it was again a good reminder to people that these these are good questions to to these conversations are good to have in the beginning of your dating relationship because like you said if if they don't you know, if they don't agree and they think, oh, well, I thought we were going to hook up tonight, then, you know, one, right. <laughs> or, you know, maybe, maybe it can fix him too. And, you know, who yeah. knows what
0: the- Exactly. So, um, I'm just wondering for you, you know, have you lost or gained any friendships over the conversation or maybe just had like um I don't know difficulty explaining it to people. I know that we all have friends that are not Christians, but like I'm just curious for you what has that been like
1: yeah i I do know earlier earlier on in my life, I had this conversation with someone who was who was dating somebody that you know I probably didn't agree with, and I was younger in my walk with the Lord, and I just you know I wasn't patient and i wasn't probably kind about my approach I probably was like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) right like stop the madness right and I'm learning that everyone's on a different journey and you know part of the fruit of the spirit is patience and and God God is patient and kind and loving and I just think about his, his moment with the women at the well and how he didn't, um, he loved her in that, in that moment and guided and directed her. And, you know, I think our job is to love people where they are, point them to Jesus and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't actually lose a relationship, but it definitely was, um, it hurt that friendship for a long time. And that that would probably wanna be one of my greatest regrets is how I handled that situation. And I didn't do it in love, I did it out of frustration probably. And so I think that when we're having these conversations, if we can really listen well, ask enough questions and let and again, let them talk more than us right. giving our, I think often when we're listening, we're thinking about what we're going to say to come combat that, right. that thought that she had. And, and I think we just need to do, we myself need to do a better job of, of listening well and loving well and realizing that not everybody's going to be, you're not going to have the conversation. Yeah not going to break up with their boyfriend the next day, you know, right. that most isn't going to happen. That's got to be something that God's going to work in their hearts. So how can we have these conversations? Um, again, it's trust. It's listening. Well, it's, it's having the ability to walk each other through the journey, knowing that we're in different places.
0: Right. That's good.
1: With, so. Not everybody's gonna be in the same on the same journey.
0: That's right.
1: In the, the same journey, but we're in different.
0: Yeah, different lanes.
1: Different lanes of the, the journey.
0: That's good. That's good. You know why is it so important for us to go on and have the brave conversation, even when it's a little scary?
1: <laughs> uh, there's so much fruit that come on it that comes out of it. I think. Um, a lot of times we don't we have no idea what God's going to do in the midst of the conversation and I think fear you know what the big thing is fear holds us back from having the conversation and that's just the enemy just trying to Mm -hmm. keep us from helping set people free and find freedom and be set apart and walk walk the journey with the lord and not walk the journey of our flesh right and so having these relationships or having these conversations are so important um and they're needed yeah we we just have to let go of the fear and surrender and when the conversations come up again being willing to to do it in love that's so and, good, and seeing and seeing the fruit that comes out of it.
0: That's good. I think so many times the enemy likes to circle things that are part of our calling or part of like the brave things that he's asked us to do. He's like to circle them in fear, because it's like if you won't break past the fear, you'll never do it, right? And it's like yeah. that, that's why we have to go on and step through the fear and and have the brave conversation. I love that. It's good.
1: And not be so worried about what other people are gonna think yeah um you know often people are like oh you're still not married and you don't have any children and well (laughs) you know (laughs) who's your friend you know and and again it all comes back to the enemy just wanting to put shame on all of it and it's Mm -hmm. like there's no shame there's no shame at all I have no regrets I've you know tried to do things the best that that I can following the Lord, and not definitely not perfect and have not gotten it all right, but I think you know there there is some sh- fear and shame that comes into having these conversations out loud with other people, because what are people gonna what are the people gonna think, think? <laughs> and um you know I don't care I mean, I think Christine Kane talks a lot about you know, we're Christians. We're not, we're not that cool, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and again, it's mm-hmm. all about being set apart. And I, I am gonna live my life as closely as I can set apart. Cause I know that I've lived my life, not knowing the Lord and I've lived my life knowing the Lord and, um, don't ever want to go back there again.
0: Right. That's amazing. I love it. Well, Stacey, I have just so enjoyed hearing this part of your story. And just, I'm thankful to, you have such a, a sweet gentleness about you. And even in the way you talk about it that it just, I I thank you because I think that even your voice just like removes the cloak of shame or or question um, that I feel like girls might have about that part of their life. And so just thank you for sharing your brave conversation and your story with us.
1: Well, you are welcome. And I just want to add one last thing because of what you just said. I think, you know, encouraging the girls, um, younger girls to also be brave enough to ask the question of us older girls. Yeah, I think it's so important. And that's, <clears throat> again, how this conversation even came up was because yeah. the girls were asking me about yeah. my life and how, how I've walked it out. And so just encouraging, we all need each other. The older girls need me the too. younger girls. The younger girls need the older girls. So if we can keep creating this community and being open to asking questions and having those conversations, um,
0: that's so good.
1: Just make our community so much easier.
0: That's good. That's awesome. So Stacey, I'm just for the girls, for them, I just want to know where can they follow you? Where they, where can they learn more about you? Um, keep up with what's going on in your world.
1: Well, I love Instagram. So (laughs) you you can follow me. I love posting pictures of people that I'm working with or things that I'm doing or nature or my family. So um, it's Stacy Wilber, S-T-A-C-E-Y-W-I-L-L, two (laughs) L's, B-U-R. That's on Instagram and Facebook. So you can check me out there. And like I said, I do a lot of posting about the music industry as well, things that you can learn and, and grow in that way.
0: That's good. Girls, we'll be putting her, um, Instagram and Facebook handles in our, uh, details and description, but, um, girls, I just, I want to say thank you again, Stacy. It's just been a joy to have you. Um, and girls, I just want to remind y'all that, um, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Waves Girls Conference. And then of course, on Facebook, um, we are right in the middle of our Waves home tour right now. And so, um, At the end of March, we have a middle school worship night in Destin, and it is for middle school girls only. There is limited seating, though. Um, We will be having a toast bar and worship and word and prayer time, and um, some special guests are going to be coming and braiding your hair. It's going to be so much fun. And high school girls, we have a worship night for you in Niceville in April. Um, And then our girls conference, actually the registration opens really soon uh, for our girls conference in November. We're doing uh, one conference in two locations this November. And so girls set the dates for November 5th and 6th. We cannot wait. Um, we hope that you have an amazing day and you start making waves. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls
1: Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.